Hi, Bruno Jr. here. Our podcast, Busting Addiction and Smiths, is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com. SafeHouse believes that traditional treatments fall short of the needs of clients who face the modern problems of addiction. Modern problems need modern solutions. Multiple addictions, multiple relapses, multiple triggers, and cheaper and more powerful street drugs set up unprecedented challenges facing treatment centers. What is needed is a more sophisticated approach, a better way forward. There are three reasons to choose our progressive modern treatment program. One, a more sophisticated intake process. Two, technology proven to enhance recovery. And three, the most robust aftercare program in our sector. To learn more, visit us at safehouserehab.com. Episode 1, Season 9. I am a money drunk. How about you? One of the many blessings I have received over my many years of recovery is the realization that no matter how many addictions I may have, I am a worthy human being. So it is okay to say something like, I'm Bruno J and I'm an alcoholic, or I'm Bruno J and I'm a compulsive spender and debtor. Since my podcast is all about addiction and the myths that surround it, let's talk about one of the more destructive addictions out there, and that is unrestrained compulsive debting and spending. This affects not only alcoholics and addicts, but anyone, really, who is carrying a credit card. Turns out that alcoholics and addicts live chaotic lives, and most of us lived a life as if there were no consequences to all this irresponsible spending. There is hope, however, for those of us who struggle with the compulsion to spend by pulling out our credit cards willy-nilly. Since joining a 12-step group called Debtors Anonymous, I feel like the compulsion has greatly eased. I no longer keep a credit card on me, and my bank balance actually is on the positive side, at least by a small amount. In the program of Debtors Anonymous, they first ask you to do a self-assessment. There are 30 or so questions, such as the ones I'll cover in a moment, and we qualify as compulsive spenders if we answer yes to just a few of the following questions. I won't list all of them, but there are just a few to make you stop and think and decide if you or your loved one might be a money drunk. So what is compulsive spending to start with? What follows comes from Debtors Anonymous literature, consisting of a summary of the truth surrounding compulsive spending. Compulsive spending can be explained as an action we take in response to the feeling of having to spend. Commonly, it is a need to spend in order to consciously or unconsciously avoid an uncomfortable feeling. When we spend despite a decision or desire not to or spend to our own detriment, we are spending compulsively. Some effects of compulsive spending. The DA folks go on to say, compulsive spending is a serious symptom of our disease. Long-term spending causes other people to trust us less and may even jeopardize our relationships to, to our families and our friends. Because we often use credit cards or other forms of debting, compulsive spending frequently leads to our borrowing from our future. We find that our spending has left us with little or no savings and staggering debts. I can share with you that even after I sobered up 28 years ago, I did not see that my spending habits were irrational. Whenever I ran into trouble, I just said, oh, to hell with it, I'll just make more money. I was fine while I was making a very nice six-figure salary. But after I retired just three years ago, I said, "Uh uh-oh, I would have, should have saved more and spent less. Now what? 
The Truth About Compulsive Spending. The authors of the pamphlet entitled Recovery from Compulsive Spending say this. One truth about compulsion is that it has to be fed to stay alive. We tend to believe that we will get relief by acting on our addiction, and the opposite is true. The more we compulsively act on our obsession to spend, the more we feed the obsession and the stronger it becomes. Conversely, the obsession weakens when we starve it by not acting compulsively in response to it. The beautiful thing is that we do not have to go it alone. For yielding to the obsession is a lonely business. We try to look and act normal, but underneath it, we burn with envy over, uh, over those who are leading fiscally responsible lives. In Debtors Anonymous, also known as DA, we do not go it alone, and we, not, we do not try to do it all at once. With the support and encouragement of other DA members, we gradually become able to implement change at our own pace and in the matter that is right for us. So are you ready for the quiz? DA asks 30 diagnostic type questions to help you assess whether you or a loved one might be a compulsive spender. Answering just a few of the following questions with a yes may qualify you as a compulsive spender, at least according to the people who know all about it. So here's how DA puts it. Do you incur unsecured debt to make a purchase? Go to stores without a list of planned purchases and estimated costs? Go to stores without knowing what funds are available to pay for purchases? Make major decisions without considering the long-term financial impact? Spend money to please or impress other people? Feel regret, remorse, guilt, or shame after a purchase? Lack money to pay for the basics after purchasing less essential items? Have a family member who criticizes or worries about your spending? This is just an example list, but if you can say yes to just three questions, you may need to look at yourself a little more closely. If you worry about money, go back and ask yourself why that is. There is a plan. Action is the magic word. A short list of actions that make for a progress toward a debt-free life look like this. Stop incurring unsecured debt one day at a time. Cancel and cut up all unsecured credit cards and cancel unsecured lines of credit. Attend DA meetings regularly for group support. Develop a spending plan with the help of a sponsor and a DA pressure relief group. Maintain detailed spending and income records. Recognize the internal signs of impeding compulsive spending, such as feeling of urgency or defiance. Make sure to do comparative shopping before making a considered necessary purchase. Above all, start working the 12 steps of Debtors Anonymous with the help of a sponsor and DA. This is the end of Chapter 1 in our mini-series on debting and spending. In my next episode, we'll take a closer look at how compulsive spending and debting, and under-earning for that matter, have warped our thinking and made our world smaller. What we learn about compulsive debting and spending is that, one, compulsive spending and debting go hand in hand. If we did not have a spending compulsion, the chances are that we would not use unsecured debt. Two, most compulsive spenders and debtors use their behavior to hide from emotional realities and do not want to be held accountable. Three, to stop overspending and debting, we need to starve the, comp the compulsion lest it overtake us and make our lives miserable yet again. Four, participating in the Fellowship of Debtors Anonymous can save us the pain of the consequences of, un of unrestrained spending and keep us from hurting those who love us and depend on us. 
And five, the ultimate answer for those who have been saved from ourselves lies in working the 12 steps, one step and one day at a time. Our podcast is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com, a modern approach to recovery. To learn more, visit us at SafeHouseRehab.com.